the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. day to start. Couldn't wait. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love that heterosexual pride weekend we just came from. You look confused in there. That's what I call fathers. Heterosexual pride weekend. You're here because I'm not queer, I like to tell my kids. Embarrasses them. They get a little mad, but it's the truth, baby. Sorry. We're going to speak the truth. I have a tendency to do that. And um, one of the things that I wanted to discuss was Biden and feudalnomics. We're going to get to that. But I celebrated Father's Day with my wife's family, who I love dearly. I really do. I have uh, nieces and nephews because of my wife. I'm an only child. And um, we went to my nephew's and my niece's house in Chicago. But it's, it's uh, an area of Chicago that's not far from Elmwood Park. As really, none of the west side is. But as I went there and went to the house, he happens to be a policeman. And his phone, they get emails whenever there's problems. And the phone was just constantly, constantly, constantly going off. And as we were watching the count by by one o'clock in the afternoon, it is just sickening, sickening that this is normal, that this kind of action on a weekend. And, and you know, it's 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 54 people shot and all tragedies. I'm not like the rat democrats that i i I can think some are expendable and they don't matter so we pretend that 54 people shot is somehow an option or somehow normal I, i i it's astonishing to me that this is where we are in the year 2021 but the one that really upset me not that and i don't mean to make them as if they're different importance but it was i believe it was friday when the girl got stabbed the 31 year old girl Right where I used to walk, right where everyone used to walk, right, right off of uh, Congress. She gets stabbed by some scumbag who gets away. Gets away, and they got the cameras and the billions of dollars that they're surveilling, or at least they're supposed to. And then you realize these are Democrats manning these, these cameras. Of course they got away. It's just despicable to me. And then you read about the girl. And um, I have to tell you, when you hear it on the news... You hear 31 years old and you realize as you get older, you realize how young 31 is. But when you see this girl's picture, you realize what a kid, what a kid she was, Anat Kimshi, 31 years old. And she was a scholar working on her doctoral degree in criminal justice, ironically. And um, you look at the picture, she looks like one of my kids. It is horrific. Horrific that this is normal. It's even more disgusting 
that her killer got away as what is the percentage of the of the of the shooters that shot 54 people? What is the percentage that got caught? And what happens when they do get caught? What happens? Kim Fox come in and save the day? What do they get? Four years? It's just it's just absolutely disgusting. We are a joke of the nation. This is on Fox News. In the meantime, we'll talk about a lot of people in Chicago wondering about their own safety. And no wonder, right? At least eight people were killed, dozens injured in shootings over the weekend alone. In some neighborhoods, people have simply given up on calling the cops, saying the city fails to protect them. One former big city police chief blaming the mayor in Chicago. Lori Lightfoot talks about what's dangerous. The cops are dangerous. No, she's dangerous. What's happening is people who live in the most vulnerable communities in, in Chicago, in South and West Chicago, vulnerable communities, who speaks for them? Who's protecting them? Well, Mike. And then what they do, the witch doctors, the Democrat politician Svengali, two-bit carnival barker, they demonize the police. So as I'm sitting there and my nephew gets ready, puts his uniform on, and he goes to work. And I see his three kids, all little kids, and you're afraid for him. But I, he wouldn't let me uh, impersonate the, the, the officer. I, I attempted to, but he thought it would be a serious fine. And I said, you know, if Kim Fox gets a hold of us, she's going to prosecute me for impersonating a police officer a lot more, and she's going to prosecute anybody that shot any of these 54 people. That's for damn sure. But it's just it's just horrific when you have to live through it. And it's horrific when you see the faces and when you understand the political failure. And what does little Lori Lightfoot in her Geppetto costume do when she gets out? She blames society rather than the policies that destroyed our city. Great city at one time. Now a sewer where you can't let a 31 year old woman walk down the street in peace in any neighborhood. See, the dailies and all the rest of the mafia Democrats always told you we could control it. No, you can't, dummy. You can't, because everything they touch ends like this. Everything a Democrat touches, bankrupt, corrupt, failure, that's the real formula. There's nowhere that they govern at all. And now we're going to have to sit here. Well, 81, some real, mostly fake Voters sent this doddering dimwit in diapers to the White House. It's despicable to me. And I had to listen to all of the butter-handed Marxists, pseudo-intellectual failures, trapped in their, in their unsatisfied life as all they wanted government to do was come in and carjack their fellow citizens through policies and taxation and regulation. And I said to them what I always say, the, the, the people who have means will avoid all of this that you're calling for. Number one, they can afford it, but you can't. Number two, they're smart enough to hire people that can afford it. And number three, this Marxist communist infiltrated party calling themselves Democrats, they're lying to you. They're coming after all of you. Hey, folks, listen up. I'm going to tell you about a benefit of the rescue plan you might not know about. I'm going to ask you to tell your friends and your families about it. You probably got a stimulus check a few months ago. That's from the American Rescue Plan. There's more to the plan than that. It's also expanded the child tax credit. That means if you have a child, you're entitled to $3,000 per year per child between the ages of 6 and 17 and $3,600 per child. Sounds healthy, doesn't it? Six. Every working family like a man. If they make up to $150,000 for a couple or $112,000 for a single parent, 
And thanks to the rescue plan, if you file taxes, the payments will come automatically back to you. And they'll start coming monthly from July until the end of the year. Monthly? 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 When did that happen? See, here's the plot. And I'm going to explain it to you very, very simply. They have infiltrated our society with the Soviet principles of dependency on government. They started very small. They utilized the created virus that we find out now we subsidized. They utilized the ramifications in their power to make all of us, to a certain extent, either dependent on their permission or dependent on their money. And now they have your attention. You know, they say there's 9,300,000 jobs that aren't, aren't going to be filled. There's far more than that. That's just what's available today. And we're running at about 40 to 50% capacity. So in soft math, for those of you that went to CPS, that would be 18 million jobs that will not be filled. Why? Because the government has understood if they make it advantageous for you to be their dependent, you will forever be loyal to them. And that's how the city of Chicago has 54 shootings on a weekend, and it's normal. Because it took them 90 years to infiltrate a once great city. To where no matter what failure politically, what corruption a politician is caught in, what bankruptcy they create, the step and fetch Chicago voter will vote Democrat in perpetuity because they are loyal to the politics of it. That is what the American Soviet Party has now done to the entire country. At the helm is this doddering dimwit. And all I could think about is his poor wife. She's still somewhat young and vibrant. This poor thing. Can you imagine what she has to do to wait for that Viagra to kick in? How much reading can you do? It's pathetic and disgusting to me. This, this half man is the president. At the same time, implementing policies to destroy the nation. And yet, here's what. 50% of our society, if we're lucky... That still is loyal because his approval rating is at 52%. Here's what will happen. It's going to be painful. It's going to be painful. But feudalnomics will destroy, unfortunately, his approval rating at the cost of all of our money. Because in the meantime, what he's doing is implementing taxes in this budget that no one really wants to talk about. That you have no idea what they are. They give with one hand and they take with two. That's what makes them a Soviet. Do you understand that? Just a few moments from now, President Biden will be sitting down with the country's top financial regulators following the Dow's first five-day losing streak since January. And a new report that claims Biden's new tax proposal may raise rates for over 60 percent of Americans. Let's bring in James Freeman, assistant editor of The Wall Street Journal, editorial page and Fox News contributor. James, great to see you. I know you've had a chance to dig through all this, just like the Tax Policy Center. This is what they came up with. You can put it up on the screen. Three quarters of all American households earning between $75,000 and $100,000 a year will see an increase of $440. 70% of those earning between $100,000 and $200,000 will see theirs go up by $830. And then a whopping 84% of those earning between $200,000 and $500,000 will see an increase of over $2,000 a year. You know who's not going to get the increase? Hunter Biden. The one that they hit all the companies in and have the, the, the creative accounting that prevents the scumbag we now call president from diverting $10 million in earnings into a non-taxable S-corp. Isn't he fighting for you, butter hands? Huh, baristas? Isn't he fighting for you? Because you're the ones 
me and all the listeners, we're the ones that make up the taxpayers. We don't have that endless money to avoid taxes like our own little portly Pritzker. We're the ones that make the world go around, and we're the ones that are going to pay for this. And you could thank a Democrat or a never-Trumper or another moron that couldn't identify this pseudo-intellectual Soviet pretending to be a Democrat and his party, the party of feudalism, the party that destroyed a once great city where now all the politicians have to do is say what sexual preference they like and if what genitalia they have and what race they are. That's how they get elected because it isn't on success. Because you can't fail enough in Chicago to be removed from office. 312-642-5600. Wow, look at Eric Von Trapp. We've got the head cheese in the office today, boy. You know why I call you Eric Von Trapp, don't you? Because I have to figure out why you have leader hosens on. All right, lower the music there, Puff Daddy. What the hell's going on? <laughs> Listen, this plan is diabolical. Because what has happened, unfortunately, to us is that we have been hoisted by our own ignorance. I thought I was going to say petard there, didn't you? I said ignorance. By our own ignorance. This plan to not only take us and turn us into recipients of government welfare and handouts and subsidies has already happened to our own economics. You know, the market is up 500 Dow Jones, up 535 points today. And no one asked why. Yesterday, thanks to Zero Hedge, we have all of the charts. Japan collapsed last night, their, their uh, market. Japan did, unfortunately, we've been following their lead too long. They called their version of the Federal Reserve, and they printed up their funny money, and they flooded it into the market, and the market rallied on that information. Our market rallied on the information that Japan has not... Well, Japan was at the forefront of printing up money in this Keynesian nonsense to buy their market, to buy their bonds, and to fake their economy. We've adopted that thanks to George W. Bush. And the Democrats just think it's free money for everybody because they don't understand the first, the first Econ 101 class. They couldn't get through it. And in the meantime, what you've done now is you've infiltrated our, 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 our macroeconomic policies. Now the government had a choice to make. They could either divulge that to us and deal with the ramifications of the very people who corrupted our, our capitalism, the corporatists, have gotten paid off. Or they could figure out a way to get us in on, on the scam. And they've done that very successfully. I think that is why the actions of COVID-19 were done the way they were done. The hyperreaction and the greatest mistake in world history. Because now no one knows how to pull it out. And instead, you've got Joe Biden coming on and telling you that in perpetuity, there will be money sent out welfare to people of all income levels. Here's the thing. In general, the parents who need the most help to make ends meet don't actually have to file taxes. They don't make enough money. But they can still get this credit. You just have to go. to. How do you get a credit if you don't file taxes? Are you listening to how diabolical this is childtaxcredit.gov and they'll find the link to a non-filer signing those now a non-filer signing does that mean you have to be a citizen to get this it would kind of make sense wouldn't it now the people that get this that is presented to them by the american marxist party who do you think they're going to vote for 
when the election comes. And how now, now that we know that politicians of both parties do not have the courage, the honesty, or the intellect to explain to a people why welfare must stop, how does it ever stop once it's implemented in this fashion where you do not even need to be a taxpayer to get this money? How do you stop it? Folks won't get the benefits if they don't sign up. That's where you come in. If you have children who didn't file taxes in the last couple of years, go to childtaxcredit.gov. Man, is it an effort for this, this, this old pathetic man? I mean, I, I mean this with all due respect, of course. He can't even read. Are you listening to the, ten, to, to the cadence in his voice? It's just exhausting. But what's even more infuriating is the content of what he's saying to you. There are no rules to get this tax credit. None. Just go to gov.gov, handout.gov. Why don't they just do that? You know what? Do me a favor. I want you to go to GoDaddy right now. I want you to trademark, and I want you to buy handout.gov slash dot com, just because we'll start our own site. See how you can sign up. But if you filed taxes last year, share this video with your friends and family. Share the video you with your friends know and family. You might need to hear it. And secondly, this new child tax credit is right now just in place for 2021. That's why I ask you to support me in calling for this child tax credit to be extended for years and years to come. And that's what I'm calling for in my American family plan. With the power of the American Rescue Plan and you, our country can ensure that all working families can raise their kids. Oh, shut up, you moron, you corrupt. Ugh. Shut up. That's the plan that they're going to run on when, when election year comes around, because that's how they plan on winning 2022. You get it, right? They're going to run on bribery. That's how the Democrat s- exists is bribery and fraud in one form or another. They're basically telling all the people out there, especially the citizens, both legal and illegal, all you need to do is vote for me. And this handout every month for merely having children will continue to go out. That's how you take the Chicago business model of the of the most really I, I, I want to say it you know I know we're saying Marxist a lot, but this is truly the Soviet agenda. And you spread it from sea to shining sea. This is how you do it. And this is the exact fraud that can pull it off. Everybody has sold this piece of garbage short since 1972. Open and notorious scam artist from the state of tax avoidance. 21-year-old kid on the board of all of the companies he votes on the laws. I mean, he's been stealing out front. Nothing is going to happen. It's just going to get thicker and thicker. Chip, St. Charles. Yeah, and Sean, the other part of it is is they've got a way of making it so that the people that they really want to get the money get the money. Uh, I know with the uh, EIDL stuff, I was uh, I was able to get $5,000, but you know what? My address was wrong. If I had lived in the city next door, I take it there's more Democrat voters there. They got the money, and then us people over here, we didn't get it. But Chip, so, you, see how it's, you, know, you see how it's corruptible, though. You see the, you see the oh, intent. Yeah, oh, yeah. The, yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's, it's despicable. They make it sound like everybody's getting it, but in the end, the people get it who they want to get it. And, yeah. and, and, and here's it's, the other thing. It now, it now gives them the excuse to take from who they want to take from. So once it's out there, yes. no one's going to come up and say, hey, so what? We have to pay more taxes. So what? Inflation came up. After all, we're getting this handout, and it's the corruption of the spirit of America. And, that's, and I'm going to tell you something, Chip. It works. 
Thank you for the call. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening. It works, and they know it works. That's how come a city that was once built on the working man can now be turned over to the ghetto of Chicago. It's the same place. Those neighborhoods, those are the same working neighborhoods that your great-grandfather came from. Those are the ones, the stockyards. Those are the ones that built up everything from finance to actual brick-making to meat to everything. And now look at it. It exists on welfare and corruption. And no matter how bad it fails, it's going to continue. 312-642-5600. A corrupt society, society is a complacent society. That's what this is all about. And I'm going to tell you what I mean. I know I, I like to mix stories because they are connected. There's a reason I mix the stories. Federal Reserve Bank of New York leader John Williams said he isn't ready for the U.S. Central Bank to dial back the support it is giving the economy amid uncertainty about the recovery from the so-called pandemic. I added the word so-called. Earlier Monday, leaders from Dallas and St. Louis Fed banks said the day of pairing back central banks bond buying stimulus is growing closer, but not yet. Monthly purchases, $80 billion in treasuries, monthly $40 billion in mortgage bonds. And don't forget about BlackRock, a private investment company that has a $9 trillion check from you in the Federal Reserve to buy the market and fraud the market. And you know what I love about this? Everyone goes, oh, housing, housing prices, housing prices. It's going great. Housing is high. BlackRock's biggest plan or one of their top three prongs in their new investment strategy is to buy something called SFRs. You know what SFR means? Yeah. Well, they, they want to use an acronym because they don't want you to know what it means. Single family rentals. See, because what they're doing is they have the government Section 8 stamp then. They're like the Pritzker family. That's the Pritzker business model. And they go in and they buy it. They use their political connections like Tony Resco to get the Section 8 housing in there at rent rates, whatever they want. And that's how you diversify from the market so that when the market collapses, at least you have revenue coming in because you'll generate a cap return. See, stocks never pay you rent. People do. That's why when everybody says, why should everybody own real estate? Stocks don't pay you any rent. It's fun to look at them. You could look at your little balance and see if your comma moves, but it doesn't pay you monthly rent. Real estate does. So when hedge markets, or I'm sorry, when hedge funds, especially those underwritten by the Federal Reserve, start to buy up inventory in very specific neighborhoods that are good. By the way, they don't buy in Illinois. When they buy in very specific neighborhoods and they suck up all the inventory and the prices go up, they're creating it. That's, that's not good. That's not organic. It is a corporatist system. And when, the, when you're hearing from every business channel how great the, the economy is, yet they continue to pump $120 billion into welfare purchases of both mortgages and bonds, it's a lie. I'm here to tell you it's a lie. It's like when somebody says to Lori Lightfoot, you look good tonight. Liar. It's a bold-faced lie. See what I did there? All right. Just want to make sure I slip one past you. Teresa, Northside. Yeah, so what you did there, Sean. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> you didn't get past me. Thank you. Um, you know, Seriously, how does that go at night money. when you're, how do, you know, I like, I, 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 I'm vain. I have to tell you, I'm vain. I, I, I confess. I married a beautiful girl. Okay. She's beautiful to this day. Because if she doesn't stay beautiful, 
I'm out the door. That's just how it works. But how do you sit across somebody and you eat like a mediocre takeout? You know when the food isn't good? And then you look up, and then you got Lori Lightfoot staring at you. That's not a good night. It's, you can't digest. It's not a good night. No, all right. No, I just want to get that it, off the it's table. probably one of the worst nights of your all life, right, thank actually. thank you. Just want to get it off the table. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, we're, we're on the same page on that one, Sean. Right. Um, you know, with Biden's money handout insanity, watch the birth rate go up. I mean, it'll fly, more kids, more money. Who needs to work? Uh, and and you want to know something I have to tell you? I think, ultimately... That is not a terrible thing. And I mean that. You know, okay. our, our society, it is not replenishing itself. Number one, I'm all for more kids. I really am. And I'm all for more kids from bad neighborhoods. Because those kids, not all of them, believe me, a large percentage of them will follow in that footstep of, of, of mediocrity because welfare and Democrat rule is hopeless. And a lot of them will fall yeah. into despair. But there will be those 30%. That say, I'm going to be better. I'm going to make society better. There will be, there is in human nature. There's only about 30% of us that are going to do that. So that to me is not a bad thing. But here's the thing. It's a trick to get voters and loyalty and bribery. It's all it is. It's a trick. And that's why simultaneously with handing out welfare with ambiguity, so you don't have to be a taxpayer, then how could they verify that you exist or that you're real or that you're a citizen? You can't. So now you're just going to send that out, and then you're going to weaken voter registration and voter ID laws. So now you understand. I've got a large section of society that no matter what I do to them, they're like Chicago Democrats. You can't harm them. You can't create a climate that is so hopeless, they will continue to vote Democrat, even if you stick a face up there that should be doing Geico insurance ads. She's going to win. And that's how it works. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, Teresa. It does. I appreciate it. The best. Thank you for the call. I wanted to go to Ken in Geneva. Ken, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Very good. I'm intrigued by your comment. Yeah, I just wanted to share. I, I did a Freedom of Information Act request to several government agencies, and one non-government was the Federal Reserve Board of Governors, which Jerome Powell responded to. And uh, two callers ago, you had somebody asking about the EIDL and how it's not handed out equally, and it depends. it's very political. Mm-hmm. Back in 2008, when when the banks ruined our economy and, and falsified all the records for real estate and ruined that market, um, they were giving out 2% loans, but they weren't giving out 2% loans to everybody. It was, no, it Chris was Dodd. No rhyme or reason. Chris Dodd got and, one. Joe Biden got one. All the senators that were voting on the laws to regulate the mortgage business, they all got the 2%. You and me, we got seven. But go ahead. Well, I, I just want you and your listeners to know, I, in the Freedom of Information Act, at that time, we, the taxpayers, kept alive our financial system. If we didn't step up to the plate, we wouldn't have a financial system. Ooh, brother, so, I now, listen, you sound, like a, you sound like a wonderfully smart guy, and I know I like you, but I could argue the other side of that coin eight ways to Tuesday. Because what you did is you gave me the George Bush argument. We had to, we had to break the rules of capitalism to, to support it. But what I say to you is, well, had those entities suffered the consequences of their ignorance and their corruptions and their wrong uh, uh, speculation, it would have been better for everyone. You let them go sideways. Don't forget, these aren't these are they're made up of people. You let the people who fought that system rebuild and you let the Goldman Sachs suffer the consequences of bastardizing capitalism along with all the rest. 
And I agree with you. Instead, we I kept them on life lot. support, and now we now this is this is the way it is now for in perpetuity. We're just going to keep doing it. But but the one thing was when we did that, the Federal Reserve should have legally been considered under conservatorship, and so when I was doing my Freedom of Information Act request. They were going to charge me $14,000 just to begin the process. Mm-hmm. And all I asked for were documents substantiating things that were done on taxpayer property, which is my property that they're sitting on. And they were committing acts of collusion. They were hit, violating antitrust, allowing J.P. Morgan Chase to get Bear Stearns for two bucks. And everything they were doing was illegal. And that's why um, the idea were, that we're a republic is a lie. The idea that we are a republic is a lie because you as an American citizen should be getting, giving that information simply because you asked for it. Yet they put that cost in as a barrier between the truth and you. So now you're going to have to rely on the corrupt media to give you the information. It's a, it's a process right. that works exactly as designed. Well, I would just like to encourage all your listeners to flood the government with freedom of information act requests because they need to and they're supposed to respond to them and just put in the few extra minutes it takes and just demand accountability and a, a forensic audit of the federal reserve which we have to have can i love see. it there's 100 million dollars missing from the swift system under uh, what's the guy silver silver spoon geithner yeah you want to know something i'm surprised that's all it is thank you ken i appreciate it that's how jaded i am a hundred million to Geithner, that's walking around money. And don't forget, that is why, now you're not going to like this, Republicans aren't going to like this, that is why they hamstrung Trump with Liza Minnelli, also known as Steve Mnuchin. That is exactly why they whistled in all the Democrats to hamstring Trump, because if you remember, Trump was elected by saying audit the Fed. You remember that? Then when he won, what happened? Oh, well, I'd like you to meet your your new uh, your new corporate scumbag in uh, a used to be Democrat money bundler for Obama. His name is Steve Mnuchin, and he bears a striking resemblance to Liza Minnelli. And by the way, his wife, who looks like she dated Hunter Biden, she loves him because of his personality. Three, one, two, six, four, two, fifty six hundred. Eric Von Trapp. Just Googled Steve Mnuchin's wife. Take a look at that. It's almost as ridiculous as a Saturday afternoon in Neiman Marcus. You see the old men walking around with who you think is their daughter. It's preposterous. She loves him because he's cute. He's funny. He's got a great personality. Sure. Sure she does. Uh, Let's go to Randy in Laporte. Hey, what's up? How are you, Randy? Still here? Hey, so one of the big problems we have is... uh how the Republican Party hasn't done anything for the American people in how many years? I mean, come on, let's be for real did here. You, did you watch did Chris you Wallace think? yesterday? No, I didn't. Did he talk about that? He had on. He had on the guy that uh, when Trump was in, he was the big Trumper. What's his name from North Carolina? I can't remember his name. My mind went blank. Misty Callahan will give me the name. The guy who always runs as he's a Republican. They're talking about the infrastructure bill. He says, I oh, will start at a trillion dollars, and I'm not opposed. Lindsey Graham. I thought of it. There you go. Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham, yeah. Lindsey look, Graham. There's two things goes, that kept the Republican Party. Okay. The two things that kept the Republican Party people voting for him. The abortion rights issue, or the lack of that, and gun control, the NRA. That's what most people voted for Republicans for. And then they started 
backing off those issues. They did nothing when uh, the Trump support. They did nothing for the Even my local town here in the Port of Indiana, when we did several Trump rallies, not one single Republican showed up to any of those rallies. None of them. None were radical. None of them were out of control. Uh, they just didn't want to show up. So because Randy, they were a reflection of the Indiana uh, Republican Party, and, and, and not all. Not all Republicans. There are a handful. Of them. I get Ted Cruz. I'm all for him and then Rand Paul. But the, the Paul Ryans of the world are the most despicable yeah. things ever. I'm not, disagreeing. I'm not disagreeing with you, but shame on the voter, right? I mean, when a guy gets off a bus in New York from Albuquerque and he sees a guy shuffling three shells and he loses all of his travel money, whose fault is it? The shyster or the that. moron tourist who played the game? Don't play the, the game. The Republican Party didn't do anything to bolster the conservatives and, the, and, and, no and right-wingers, whatever you want to call them. They didn't do nothing for it. In fact, they Randy, hurt them. Why and that's they? why people turned away from them. All right, I appreciate the call very much, but why would they? We're talking, we're talking at each other. Why would they? It pays a lot of money to be in second place. How powerful is Lindsey Graham? How powerful is Mitch McConnell? His wife is a shipping heiress. You think that's a coincidence? She loves him, too, because of his personality. Same thing with Steve Mnuchin's wife. It's, it's phenomenal to me. Why would they want to have a, a correct, legitimate system with consequences? When all we hear about, whenever anything collapses, is how much funny money we need to print up and bastardize the system. So why would you want a legitimate system? There's a lot of money in corruption. Have you been paying attention? Goldman Sachs, when's the last time they picked a stock? They don't do that. They, they corrupt the system. They invest in the calls. They, they get the, the government to invest in the company. They guarantee the profits. Then they rake, rake it in like uh, Nancy Pelosi. I mean, why have a legitimate system? It's risky. It's hard. So this is the system that we, the Republican voters, tolerated. When you see these phony Republicans, throw them out. Don't show up. Don't vote because you're losing either way. You're losing either way. Are you comfortable losing in slow motion? Because that's what it means to be a Republican. Just like Illinois, you lose in slow motion. Out of all of the Illinois Republicans, what's the percentage of real, real capitalists and real honest guys who want to do the best? I had one come and visit me today. I feel like I should give him a plug. He's a wonderful guy. Uh, Chris Lawson. Wonderful guy. And he's a legitimate guy. He doesn't need it. He wants to save and fight for the state. Good. Okay, you're one. And there might be six more. Maybe. The rest of them are just like the ones who run the Illinois Republican Party, like that scumbag Pat Brady. They love being lobbyists. What, what did Pat Brady do before he went into politics? Anybody want to know how much he makes as a lobbyist? I don't know, but I see he's got cufflinks. Cufflinks are expensive. Something tells me there's a lot of money. Is it that really? That fast? All right, listen, if I didn't get to you, I apologize. But this is the fastest hour ever. When I get back... Judd Dunning, we're going to talk to him. I love this guy. And then 6.30, we take your calls again. So don't get mad, just call back. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so empty without me. I now, I 
embarrassed Misty Callahan because I know that I spoke to Judd before in the past. Judd Dunning is an author, host, producer, political entertainer. He now co-hosts the weekly show Bullet Point Nation. Judd, how are you? Thank you so much for joining me from the People's Republic of California. Sean, your predecessor has moved to Numax, and you have rise in radio across America. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you very much. Now, Judd, do I have our, our last meeting? We spoke when I was filling in for Steve. And am I right? Did, did we do a, um, a Zoom talk show, or am I mistaking you for somebody else? I think we just Zoomed to increase the intimacy, but I believe it was actually on radio. Oh, all right. Very good. Well, very, well, listen, we have to come together, us, us political captives in these communist states like Illinois and California. It's very important we come together. So in either case, um, I'm happy to, that we are, we're doing it again. But when, at that time, when I interviewed you last time, I had COVID and I wasn't telling anybody. And I was doing the show from my cigar store in uh, I was sequestered in my own cigar store which was really great because I got to smoke all the cheap cigars my palate is too refined for normally. So I want you to know how much I enjoyed our last talk. Well, it seems like hydroxychloroquine, when mixed with nicotine, works well. Of course. Because I, I had no idea. <laughs> that you're on the the, 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 the Cuban therapeutic. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, tobacco cures everything. You remember that for your future illnesses. But I want to talk about your book. Now, you wrote this a while ago, and it's it's it really did quite well, and it's still doing well. Is that not the case? Thirteen and a half reasons why not to be a liberal and how to enlighten others continues. Yes, we're doing well. And actually, uh, on the tales of you, my, my good friend, uh, we have a show starting in KABC AM 790 on the 28th out here. It's led, I've also been doing a column for Newsmax since then. And we have a new uh, short-form comedy weaponized news called Unapologetic at Bullet Point Nation. And we're doing a lot of radio, and it's been a great ride. Wonderful. It's all because of the book. People wanted to hear the simple premise of why conservative is good, right, and holy. <laughs> exactly. And aside from that, I mean, you are a busy caballero. You've got 10 .orgs you're working with to combat the rise of the American Soviets. Yeah, a hundred new American Soviets. <laughs> I think it's the Chinese Soviet, the Chinese Biden administration, actually. I mean, yeah, no, you know what? We want to keep coming from positivism, you know? I mean, you're a hard hitter, buddy, and I really like that about you. And we have to punch, puncture holes in the liberal thought balloon, and we have to laugh about it as well. But this particular article that we just came out with, 10 organizations effectively fighting Biden's radical agenda, regardless of who's in office, was actually my title that I submitted was called Out of Plato's Cave. Ooh, and the I like first that. half of the article we talk about is like we're huddled back in the cave through fake news and gaslighting and, you know, the indoctrination of the 1619 Project and social media and Hollywood again. So quickly, only three or four months, we've turned from this Trump awakened nation to this, you know, huddled uh, survivors to get through. So these organizations. Um, are in, in the light of that are actually making, you know, really affecting change. And that's why we focused on them. Now, Judd, the reality is we've got, we know for at least 160 years hardcore the failure of the communists, of the Marxists, of the fascists. We know this. We have the examples in our own history. We also know that the corruption and the similarities between the European fascism and the American mafia Democrat 
We have states that they've destroyed, not just cities like Chicago or L.A., but entire states like California and Illinois, along with New York and everywhere else they touch. Why is it that you think people are willing to even tolerate what they know to be a failure, what they know to be corruption? Why is it that we keep sticking the the fork into the light socket and expect not to get shocked? Because we flipped the concept of risk as a negative rather than a positive, Sean. And I know you understand this because you're such a a great free market capitalist and everything that you put out there is we can't de-risk America. I mean, Biden's weakness and confusion, the perfect veil to push through his administration's aggressive collectivist Marxist-esque class division strategy to expand power by using critical race theory, individual vaccine status, climate elitism, and rebranding equal outcome as equity to institute his big government knows best or else vision for America. People, so many people around the, 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 the world that want to be dominated by a theocracy or communism or autocracy are because they want to de-risk. They don't want to fail. And they're selling that as a positive. De-risking is not a positive it is a, you know, exceptionalism-destroying concept. I am uh, I'm kind of astonished at how it is actually working, the balkanization of America, through the accusations and indictment of the most, um, really, not just evil, but the most ridiculous of all bigotries, which is this, this idea that all Americans, all white Americans are racist, that the American um, system of, of laissez-faire government is somehow racist when the reality is the neighborhoods that are the most racist and the neighborhoods that are the most harmful to minorities are the ones in which the American Democrat rule over. Is, do you think they're going to be successful in their rewriting of their own history as recent as a year ago? Look, they're trying, right, with uh, critical race theory, the 1619 Project, the Lincoln Project, and now, uh, what is it, the Franklin Project, trying to... Uh, teach civility to our children. So the indoctrination is on steroids right now. But look at the book that just came out by Horowitz. Look at the book that just came out like Levin. We're talking Marxism and again and again and again. We're retraining because why do you, what do you have to do? You have to indoctrinate. How do they get all these radicals across the Middle East? They got them through a lack of education, but we don't have a lack of education. Ooh, so we I, have to re-educate sure America. Are you sure well, we don't? We the CPS, re- you should see what these kids in CPS can't even read a newspaper. They're, they're graduates of high school. So, I mean, maybe I agree, it's the miseducation. I agree the standard is low. And here's the other thing. The reality is, America, if you really talk about this 1619 theory, it's a theory built on, on lies and rewriting history. In fact, the uh, slavery exists to, to this day in Africa and in the Middle East. Um, when you look at America's real history of, of how it handled slavery, how 13 states prior to the Civil War had abolished slavery, how there was an active movement since the Declaration of Independence to abolish slavery, how most slavery up until then and even through the Civil War, a vast majority of it was even voluntary with indentured servitude. Is it just that the Americans have lost their intellectual curiosity and would rather be told a lie than look for the truth? I think the Biden administration is taking uh, advantage of fatigue, Sean. Listen, uh, some people went on PPE, PPP, EDD, and THC in America, and the rest of us doubled down. I, I worked 60, 70 hours to produce the same outcomes that I before the government interrupted. I think, I think right now we're all just tired, and why people are tired and hoping things get back to normal. 
they're launching 60 executive orders, right? They're yeah. launching uh, SR1, HR127 on guns. They're just trying to overwhelm. And most of us like, hey, 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 wait, 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 I don't even have time to look at this. I'm just trying to keep my boat afloat. You know, you drive down Main Street in Santa Monica, where I live in the People's Republic of Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and there's 60% of the businesses are wiped out. They're gone. Generational wealth. You know, suicide oh, yeah. uh, in teens and, and under 21 girls is up 50%. Addiction is up. You know, yes. people have hung themselves up and down. But we're not talking about that. We're not talking about how tired we are. So I think they're taking advantage of the fatigue of the battle. Are you surprised that so many so many young Democrats would focus on the fact that, you know, Barack Obama was the president for eight years, yet no one ever mentioned Juneteenth. You now have a president who is representing some sort of um, resurrection of, of, of some failed fight that we won years and decades and a century ago. And this man that that is is putting up the fight in Joe Biden is truly linked to real racism, is truly friends with an old grand wizard from the from the Ku Klux Klan, was an elected American senator in the 70s and partook in bills that actually put in a box minorities that he now claims to represent. Is it just that I, I, I just can't believe there's this many morons. Are there this many morons? <laughs> there are that many more morons. But, you know, this is a long ruse, right? I mean, this has gone on in the 70s since the big switch. It's never come fully around. Trump called it out. I mean, Juneteenth, we all say, is the day that uh, Republicans flee, uh, freed the Democrat slaves. We all know the, the reality of the history, those of us who look at, at, at this. And, you know, for Dinesh D'Souza, God bless him. He was one of the first guys to really take it into the mainstream over the last few years. But that, that is still not taught as a main curriculum, like exploring that the history of racism. You know, the worst person is your mayor, man. Lightfoot is crazy. I firmly believe that every time Lightfoot appears, somebody just said Beetlejuice three times. Oh, there's no question about it. Can you, I mean, we were, we were talking before you called. I had one of the callers. I mean, I'm a vain son of a gun. I'll tell you right now. I mean, I take care of myself. I only, I'm married to a gorgeous woman. And if she were ever to not wake up gorgeous, I'm out of there. But to sit across a table and try to digest food from this poor thing, I can't imagine she can get a waiter to serve the table, let alone a spouse. But the reality is she cannot fail enough for the Democrats in Chicago. 54 this weekend. Just take the under over as 50. You're going to win a lot on the over. They can't fail enough. The corruption can't be steeped enough. Her ex-law firm that she no longer works at just magically paid her $390,000, and nobody asks why they get all the contracts. So the reality is there is no failure. There is no corruption. There is no situation in which the American Democrat will not vote for another Democrat. All they have to do is say they are one. And uh, we, exe- we exemplify that. Chicago, Illinois is the greatest example. Well, Garcetti is really running a strong second up there with uh, Cuomo. I mean, I think they're the top three. I mean, I guess you have to throw Whitmer in there, right? We've got all these, these Oh, power, she's my favorite, though. I, 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 I would have to say power Nazis, because really what they are is they're creating this kind of a socialized movement of, you know, of, of the cause in there. But nobody else is beating the drum behind them now. I mean, they're just naked out there. This is you know, The emperor has no clothes. But my understanding is Chicago doesn't really have a device to get rid of Lightfoot. Is that correct? 
No, she'll be she'll be here or, or here. We've got a next version of her that's like 18 inches taller, but pretty much the same thing called Prackwinkle. Where do you see this, Caballero? And she yeah. is the same thing, just a little taller. Her feet are like six sizes bigger, but she'll step right in there and she'll be the new Lori Lightfoot. That's the American, you know, the Chicago Democrat. You cannot offend this son of a gun enough. They're going to vote for everybody. Yeah. But now let's talk about your guy, any Tusum Newsom. Right out of right out of central casting. What happened with the recall? What's going on there? Well, we definitely affected the recall, so it's in play. I mean, there's a lot of good candidates out there. I actually was on Newsmax when um, uh, I want to say Bruce Jenner, uh, Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> well, I was growing up the seventies, man. Oh, Our me family. too. My 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 <laughs> family <laughs> loved this guy. I watched him compete. I had the Wheaties box. I still can't get over it. But I'll tell you what, 100%. he got out just in time. You don't want to be a man now, but go ahead. <laughs> That's funny. But I actually was just talking. It was re- reaching over to his campaign. I was on the air when they announced him. And, you know, to be honest, hey, Arnold, Ronald, you know, we love we love uh, people of celebrity in California. And I actually think that a great chance would be Caitlyn Jenner, who's bottom three, you know, wants to invite big business, to get business back to California, wants to refund the police and wants a strong border. That's enough for me. That's enough sanity. We've got the, uh, you know, the Pelosi, Newsom, Cabal that even runs down to Garcetti. We, we're like Chicago. We have been owned generationally by families and families that are interrelated. It's a very difficult premise. I would even say, and you're going to see this on my show when I have Stephen Turley on over the weekend, I would even say that uh, Chicago, I mean, uh, Chicago, Los Angeles and California might have even gone red. We'll never know. It's well, really gotten that out of control here. We really are aggressively at a war, a cultural war between the two of us. I was on the air with Clay Aiken the other day. He asked me, it's called, the show's called How, How Are We Going to Get Along? And I was the first guy to get on the air and go, we, we were not. We're no. not going to get along anymore. Come on. Because they didn't set it up that way. No, I want to separate. Give me the 19 states. Give me 20 states. I'm done. We'll split the debt in half. I'll buy the country back at 70% lower in five years. Go ahead. Destroy the rest of it. That's my answer. How do you negotiate with a communist? You can't negotiate with these son of a guns. No, it's it. Look, we're, we're in a place of moral relativism, right? That's where they operate, where there's nothing really absolutely divine or better. And America is divinely better than the world, not because we're elitist. Because we were blessed by God. We're in the Goldilocks zone of democracy yeah. and free markets and free speech. You know, there's a great book that came out recently that I, I mentioned in my article. And what it, 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 it says is like 50, compared to 50 years ago, we're still radically free. So you and I are working on balancing out the extremes. The book is Enlightenment Now, The Case for Reason, Science, Humanism, and Progress. And they track all these different levels in our, in our, in our society. We, we are still a beautiful and amazing and loving country. We've lost control of the executive and the legislative branches, but yeah. just for now, just for now. I have a, you know, I don't think Chicago can flip over, but I do believe the Senate uh, and the House can flip over with a lack of performance. So I, go to, I, go to Florida. Right I go to Florida every two weeks. I got a real estate company down there. I'm trying to sell as many Chicago radio listeners Florida because that's, that's my plan. I, I, I washed Illinois down the drain. But I got a suggestion before I let you go because, you know, I'm an idea man, right? Feed mayonnaise the tuna. I like it. So here's the thing. When you talk to Caitlyn Jenner, better policies and better legs than Pelosi. It fits on a billboard. It'll catch the attention. And I think we can really take advantage of the situation. What do you say? I love it. Better policies and better legs. Better policies and better legs than Pelosi. I think it's a winner. Judd, where can the people go to get your latest stuff? Do you have one main site? where I mean, I know you're everywhere, but where's the main one? 
Yes. You go to bulletpointnation.com, bulletpointnation.com. You can get our book. You can see our column on Newsmax, our appearances on Newsmax, our two shows. And soon you can log into uh, our KABC shows there. All right. Now, when you see my friend, Steve Cortez, tell him, don't be afraid to have me fill in. I mean, I might have taken one job from him, but the odds of me taking two are slim to none. So have me fill in. You might. <laughs> All right. Sounds great. <laughs> Judd, thank you so much for joining me. I truly appreciate it. Love to, love, to, love to be here again. Thank you so much. Take care. You too. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. I can't believe how fast this show is. All right, we're going to talk about it in the next segment. I got callers online, but I, I just want to give you an idea. The American Families Plan would include the following major tax changes. Raising the top marginal income rate from 37 to 39.6. Yeah, that's not too bad, right? Tax long-term capital gains as ordinary income for high-earning taxpayers with a top marginal rate of 43.4%. That is ludicrous. Tax unrealized gains. Never been done. How in the hell do you tax unrealized gains? I didn't take the money off the table. You're just going to ballpark it? And we all know how good they are at ballparking it. And they want to take that. This is preposterous to me. You're talking about 38%? Apply a 3.8% NIIT to active pass-through business income for those earning $400,000. So those small business people will then pay another 3.8% on the taxes they already pay. How do you think it ends? How do you think it ends when you take all of this money, you know, the money that people have earned through their intellect, through their efforts, through whatever, and you just suck it out of the economy. Yet on the other, through the back door, you're paying everybody 3900 3600 Now we're doing it monthly for kids. How does it end? Do you not see the plan is to overtake your actual existence? So that even if you're really good at making money, what's the point? When the federal government openly says we're going to take 43% of it. Before your state, before your sales tax, before you pay tolls and gas tax. And by the way, that Lindsey Graham thing that I want to talk about, this son of a dog. He claims that the fuel tax, the federal fuel tax, has not been inflationally adjusted since the 90s. Do you know what that adjustment would amount to? A 50% increase. If you took $1,000 in the year 2000 and you inflationally adjust it to the year 2021, that's $1,500. You're talking about a 50% increase. And Lindsey Graham wants to do that to the federal gas tax. That's on top of what the states like Illinois and California, we were just talking to Judd in. You know what they're paying a gallon? $5 and change. It's preposterous. And all the middle class, all of the sexually frustrated pseudo-intellectual, I hate my life, take that guy's money, we call them Democrats, they're, they're paying it, too. But see, what they want is not their own happiness. They want to know that the policies that are being implemented on you create your misery. That's why Marxism, Sovietism, communism, and, and the American Democrat is a philosophy of evil, a philosophy of, of, of tyranny. They're not interested in their freedom. They're aggravated that you have it, and they want to take it away. That's the real skinny. Now, I went long. I'm going to take Dave first, then Bart when I get back. I got Bill up there and Al. I got two lines open, 312-642-5600. This next half hour, I'm going to take a lot of your calls. We'll uh, get to them as soon as I get back. 
I told you, don't let me listen to the news. Didn't I say, don't let me listen to the news? Don't let me look at CNN. Because I got Jen Psaki. You know, Jen Psaki, my nickname for her is Pippi Lystocking. You know what I mean? Because of the red hair. Liar. Fraud that she is. Jim Jordan said about gas prices. You know, a year ago, what they were a dollar less. And she said, well, doesn't he remember 2018? See, you know what Jen Psaki, the idiot? She's an idiot. She's repeating a talking point that's released by DNC.org. But what they don't tell you is the reason that gas was high in 2018 was because of their regulations, their summer blend, and their restrictions from the Obama years. Furthermore, what they don't tell you in 2018, it is the year that the Trump policies turned the strongest market in oil for four years in 2018 in a span of weeks to a bear market because Trump opened up drilling and opened up the logistics for it. See, but Pippi Lystocking wants to throw a little dig because she figures in her nitwit followers that are called Democrats. They're too stupid to know the macro scale of exactly what policies have affected their lives and taken their money. And you know what? She's right. Because if you vote for these idiots, you're either in on the scam or you're too stupid to see it. And I'd like to know what Pippi Lystocking's stock portfolio is. Something tells me that Jen Psaki has quite a portfolio. I could be wrong. But something tells me I'm not. Liar! Liar! I can't stand there. Dave in Lansing. Uh, hey, Sean. Uh, speaking of stock markets, I have a macroeconomics question for you, particularly uh, Adam Smith's Invisible Hand, which I think basically says everything returns to the mean because economics eventually pushes it. You know, high market. Yeah, I just had this discussion with my ex partner at the Merck, who I love and who is wrong. And, and the okay. reason and the reason that you're wrong by invoking principles of economics and capitalism is because it's been bastardized. So when when you when I tell you it's normal to have one hundred and twenty billion dollars a month, go in and buy just mortgages and and just the bond market. And we now know that a, a private company has nine trillion dollars of the public's money to buy the stock market. There is no invisible hand anymore. You're okay, playing wait, wait. you're playing a rig game, kid. Didn't didn't, uh, didn't Adam Smith's invisible hand eventually smack down the Soviet Union in, in 1989? And I mean, they still haven't recovered from 50 years. If, of, if, uh, yeah, well, if the, time, if the Soviet Union was the world currency at the time it became communist, they'd be thriving and we'd be broke. Because you understand, you've taken the entire world in our delusion and our mystical, mas- magical fantasy tour of the U.S. dollar. So as long as we've got the world currency title, we can keep printing this nonsense up and pretend it's money. Sooner or later, okay. sooner or later, will it will it eventually collapse? Not in our lifetime. Yeah. They could run this game. Oh. They could run this game until the countries that are our enemies can fight us off militarily. Because the way we enforce this fraud is unfortunately with innocent, brave warriors who don't understand they're being manipulated for a banking scam. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Bart in Bridgeport. Hey, Daddy-O. How are you? You're killing it like always. Oh, thank you. Three quick points. One, any cheap cigars you got, I'll take them off your hands because I'm, I'm done. I, I, I locked the door. the government. I locked the door, and I'm trying to sell the business. Now we just sitting there. I got a few select guys, although I did let people in today, and we just smoked the inventory. Cool. I'm done making money. You could before Nicely I give them the, Before I give them this kind of money, I'm going to go broke. What do you think about my plan? There you go. All right, fair enough. Go ahead. 
All right, well, uh, two, you've got a doppelganger on the West Coast, Adam Carolla. You've got to YouTube Adam Carolla Gavin Newsom because really? he interviewed him, and then for like the, the last 10, 15 minutes, he just pinned his ears back oh, well, that's and tough. just started going, you're the system. You're the problem. If you're saying the problem's the system, you're the problem. Fix it. You know what you know, I can't I mean, figure out? I like Adam Carolla. I, 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 I don't think I've met him. I don't think I have. But I, uh, I, never, I used to love him on the man show. And I never could mm-hmm. figure out why for the last seven years he hasn't gone into the Jimmy Kimmel show during taping and ear slapped him till he wet his pants. I can't figure it out. Because if my friend starts to talk that communist nonsense and starts to spew that nonsense and then demands for Cuban-style health care because a rich multi-multi-millionaire is too cheap to pay for his own kid's medicine, I'm going to ear slap the hell out of him. But I'm picky that way. I'm selective they're, with my friend. are in show business, and, and I don't know. Right. It's probably a cultural West Coast thing. Well, I don't enough. know. Well, thank you, I Bart. don't know either. I wonder that. I appreciate the call. Thank you, Bart. Now, I want to go to... Do I have time for Kira? Yeah? All right, we're going to take Kira. Kira Elgin, how are you? Sean, good. I'll be fast. Uh, No, take your time. I want to say, okay, I grew up in Logan Square. I remember the proud Puerto Rican people flying their flag on that day. But what I saw on that video, not even on the local news, on Instagram. When they shot the kid in the face? both people they yeah. dragged them from the car and they shot them like 1920s gangster style the man who shot them the black guy shown on camera of course nothing will be done but what if it was reversed what if the puerto oh. rican person shooting a black person you know bm would be right here well, you know it would be on every news station but what does our lori lightfoot and the chief of police say today i listened waiting to to hear what they're going to say, what did they say? Crime is down. First of all, isn't it, you're talking about the superintendent, the superintendent, right? The, the, yeah. You know what offends me? If I could be mistaken, I, we have a lot of uh, uh, police listeners. I could be mistaken. I don't think he's actually a policeman. I, he's appointed to that position, yet he disgraces, in my opinion, disgraces that interview or uniform by putting it on to come out and lie to the Chicagoans. Just like he said he had a good ID of the guy who stabbed the 31-year-old girl I talked about in the beginning of the show. And in the meantime, where is he? She's he is nothing but a propagandist for Lori Lightfoot. That's how they get those jobs, because they put on that lipstick and they pucker up. And that's all that guy is, Kara. Thank you for the call. It sickens me to no end. These people go forgotten in a day, forgotten in a week. These are actual people. These are actual people. But, you know, the Democrats have decided that they're expendable. Rather than 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 correct their political corruption and failures, they want to lie. And there's the Democrat voter putting ketchup on that lie and eating it up. They are just despicable. 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. If you're tired of the old cable news, you now have a choice. It's Newsmax. Every minute, Newsmax gives you the real news you can trust. Watch people like Ben Carson, Mike Huckabee, Alan Dershowitz, Dick Morris, Nancy Brinker, Mike Reagan, Rudy Giuliani, and more. Newsmax is on all major cable systems or free on Roku, Zumo, Pluto, YouTube, and most smart TVs. Plus, download the free Newsmax app on your smartphone and start watching Newsmax now. America's trusted news source. See, my nephew wears a uniform. Superintendent Brown wears a costume. That's why I carry Reese's Pieces, because if I see Superintendent Brown, I'm going to put it in his hand like the kids who go trick-or-treating. He's got a costume on. It's Sean Thompson. You've all seen the stories of the big box 
corporatist retailers that have caved under the, the, the pressure to take Mike Lindell's MyPillow products off their shelves. By now, you've all heard me talk about the Marxist lowlifes, and you've also heard me talk about MyPillow and my favorite MyPillow product, the MyPillow slippers. Mike took over two years to develop them. They are incredible. It's the only real, well, not the only one, my wife will get me. It's one of my main benefits for being back in Illinois. They're, they have the MyPillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue. They're made with quality leather suede for a limited time. Mike is still going to pass on that wholesale cost to you. He's offering 40% off his My Slippers and all 110 products. You can show your support for this great American company by ordering. Do not let the Soviet cancel culture win at MyPillow.com. You'll also find deep discounts on the other 110 products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, My Pillow mattress topper, and My Pillow towel set, along with the robe. You know, it's light, it's warm. And now mine smells like cigars. It's perfect. You go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listeners tab, and don't forget to use my promo code LIBERTY or call 800-489-0201. And don't forget to use my promo code LIBERTY. I am dominating Amy Jacobson. We'll be back. Now, we alluded to it in my conversation with John Judd Dunning. Biden's past is... is it's shameful on so many levels, but one of the main thing is his, his relationship with the Ku Klux Klan. I call him Grand Wizard, because luckily I don't know what those inbred lowlifes that would consider themselves to be white supremacists and Klan members call their Grand Poobah. But he hangs around with Bird. Robert Byrd, longtime affiliate of the Klan, not to mention just Joe Biden in general, piece of garbage that he is. And it's all the Democrats. They always have been a party of bigotry and racism. They've been using minorities in exactly the way LBJ predicted for decades. This is the system. And every once in a while, they cannot deny it. Now, there's a senator who ironically is named White House. Did you hear about this scumbag, what he did? His wife is the member, and actually she's the chairman, I believe, of an exclusive beach club. Listen to this interview. Okay. Back in 2017, you had expressed concerns about the membership of the all-white Bailey's Beach Club, said that you hoped it would become more diverse. Now, your family's been members. Your wife is one of the largest shareholders. Has there been any traction in that? Are there any minority members of the club now? I think the people who are running the place are still working on that, and I'm sorry. Your wife's running it, stupid. Why don't you roll over and ask her? It hasn't happened yet. Um, do you have concerns in 2021? I mean, obviously, it's been four years. You had remarks on the floor following the deaths of Breonna Taylor and George Floyd saying, you know, hoping to root out systemic racism in the country. Um, your thoughts on an elite, all-white, wealthy club, again, in this day and age, um, you know, should these clubs continue to exist? It's a long tradition in Rhode Island, and there are many of them. Wait, wait, it's a long tradition in Rhode Island? And there's many of them. <laughs> and uh, I think we just need to work our way through the issues. Thank you. Yeah, it's not all bad. I valeted my car, and I'm pretty sure the guy wasn't white. In fact, I'm nervous I didn't lock my glove box. But it's a long tradition, and um, we're working on it. His wife runs it. And there's the Democrats. Just shut up and vote. You'll take what I give you. In the meantime, this is the party that has worked to undermine major companies and corporations by insisting and intimidating and extorting them to put minorities on their boards regardless of merit. That's how you have communists that are now sitting on the board of Exxon because of Democrat scum like this 
who want to legislate how private companies and actual companies, whether they hire people that are qualified to be in these positions, but in their little private social clubs and their beach clubs and their country clubs, you stay out, minority. But by the way, I'll see you on Election Day. I'll tell you what, the level of stupidity, it's, it, 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 it's mind-boggling. But they will continue to do so, and they will continue to pay the costs. And we have the, I, don't, I, don't, I think it would be curse, but let's call it the, the advantage in Chicago, Illinois, of being from what these sewers look like when the Democrat mafia runs your municipality, your county, your city, and your state. You want to know how it ends for Illinois? It ends like this. Tobin picks up the coverage. A deadly weekend there, Mike. Hello in Chicago. Yeah, Bill, it was a warm, sunny weekend. Life is returning to normal, but sadly, returning to normal means a lot of gun violence in the city of Chicago. And the Puerto Rican Pride celebration this weekend, uh, there was a rear-end collision. Giovanni Arzuga was in a car. People swarmed the car, and uh, according to reports, Arzuga was shot at point-blank range in the head. A woman in his car was shot in the neck. At last report, she's in critical condition. Overall, police report uh, 54 people were shot over the weekend in Chicago. 54. Eight people killed. Mayor Lori Lightfoot continues to call for covered tougher gun laws and now with democrats in control of congress and the white house she's asking for federal help but one activist says chicago already has tough gun laws but guns used in street crimes don't travel legal channels noting that the overwhelming majority of gun violence victims are black hey look at you got a firm grasp of the reality and here's another little tidbit if they were to catch that scumbag that killed those two people would he get more time or less time than a republican who is caught filing something wrong on his taxes that's the real question who gets more time a republican who has a tax discrepancy from the irs or a murdering lowlife in a democrat-run mafia hub hmm that's interesting. I, I put 50 on. I'll take 50 on A, just like I unfortunately would have taken the over. And when the national media uses the weather as an excuse for 54 people being shot in a Democrat-run city, that's how you know we're not even close to solving the problem. They're just buying the same old excuse because the problem with Chicago is quite simple. Democrats have corrupted the judicial system. Democrats have impoverished their voters to where they are completely hopeless. And their best way to succeed is through the drug and gang trade. Democrats have created the climate that has built the hellhole that has chased all the good people out. And the gangs and the drug dealers and the corrupt politicians have taken over. I'll be back in 22 hours. 